E describes himself as a careful conservative photographer. I don't push the shutter without knowing I'm taking a picture that moves me from inside, he said. So for a while, he stood and watched and listened. This man is sitting in here, in his bedroom, where he's still sleeping, without windows, without a door. The wall is going to collapse, I don't know when, and he's listening to music. He's smoking his pipe. Eid pushed the shutter. Then he finished the assignment and said goodbye to Anise, who has no phone, and whom he has not spoken to since. Eid went off to other parts of Syria, to other ruins, and then this week, home to his family in Lebanon. The photo was just a photo then, but it lingered in his mind. Eid would find himself thinking sadly about it in traffic, remembering the old man. Eid has created many haunting images. Some, like before and after shots of an Islamic state conquest, have gone viral, he said. He wasn't expecting Anissa's photo to do the same, but he wasn't astonished when it did. I think people got bored from the violence, from the war, Eid said. They turned their head when they turned on any news of killings. This image, I think, it speaks to the situation of the human being. The photographer searched a moment for words. And also gives a hope, he said. Okay, we had the destruction. Now it's time to let the music play. China to Trump We don't want a trade war. But if there is one, you'd lose. By Simon Denyer. In the Washington Post World section, I'm Sam Scholl. China's premier told the United States on Wednesday, we don't want a trade war with you, but if one breaks out, your companies would bear the brunt. Yet despite tensions over jobs, currency rates, and security matters, Li Keqiang told a news conference in Beijing ahead of the first visit by the new U.S. Secretary of State that he remained optimistic about the future of China's relationship with the United States. Our hope on the Chinese side is that no matter what bumps this relationship may run into, it will continue to move forward in a positive direction, he said. The two countries share extensive common interests and should sit down to talk to each other to build trust and narrow differences. Li told journalists at the end of China's annual parliamentary session, adding that diplomats were working toward a face-to-face -face meeting between President Xi Jinping and President Trump. Experts say China has been pushing hard to arrange such a meeting, realizing how important personal chemistry between the two leaders could be in maintaining stable ties. And U.S. media has since reported that one has been tentatively scheduled for April 6th to 7th at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson is due to arrive in Tokyo on Wednesday for his first Asia trip since taking office, and he will visit Beijing later in the week. Premier Li said China's trade and investment ties with the United States created up to 1 million American jobs last year. Recently, I came across an article from an authoritative international think tank. It says that, should a trade war break out between China and the United States, it would be foreign invested companies, in particular U.S. firms, that would bear the brunt of it, he said. We don't want to see any trade war breaking out between the two countries. That wouldn't make our trade fairer, he added. But while it's true that a trade war would have a disproportionate effect on American firms like Apple, which outsource manufacturing to China, economist Christopher Balding said it wasn't really accurate to say that the U.S. economy as a whole is more vulnerable. China is much more dependent on trade with the U.S. as a percentage of GDP and received most of its trade surplus from the U.S., said Balding, an associate professor at the HSBC Business School in Shenzhen adding that it would be easier for U.S. firms to move their supply chain than for China to change its industrial structure. It remains advisable for China to match its rhetoric on open markets and free trade with action by opening up its markets to competition in goods and investment, he said. Li's comments came a day after Trump's pick for U.S. trade representative said China is one of the top trade problems the United States faces, but that it was not clear if Beijing is still manipulating its currency. If you look at our problems, China is right up there. 
Robert Lighthizer told lawmakers on the Senate Finance Committee at a confirmation hearing on Tuesday in Washington. Trump launched a constant volley of complaints against China on the campaign trail, denouncing it for stealing American jobs, manipulating its currency, militarizing the South China Sea and not doing enough to rein in North Korea's nuclear program. He then upset Beijing by accepting a phone call from Taiwan's president Tsai Ing-wen after his election and publicly questioning whether the United States should maintain its one-China policy. But he eventually backed away from that fight, agreeing to honor the policy during what he called a very warm phone call with Xi in February. Since then, he has also refrained from any criticism of China on his Twitter feed. Li reiterated that the one-China policy was the political foundation of relations and could not be undermined. With that foundation in place, we believe there are bright prospects for China-U.S. cooperation, he said. While relations with China will be discussed during Tillerson's visit, the top of the agenda for the new Secretary of State is expected to be North Korea's nuclear...